fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom hello folks and welcome back to badger state resistance my name is dan and i'll be your host today now i've got a story for you today and i have a mother on the phone but before we get to that i want to thank you guys I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping with your phone calls to different folks that have allowed a mother whose daughter was attacked, all right, attacked viciously, where the boy was then, a nine-year-old boy was then suspended for five days and then went to a daycare and then sexually assaulted a four-year-old. Your phone calls to the politicians and to everybody made a difference because that story was it was it was dead it was dead nothing was happening with that story nobody was helping that family and because of you because of you that changed then we did the story about a politician and his wife attacking a sexual assault victim okay on on another podcast and it was you your phone calls, your messages to those organizations and those politicians that shut them up big time. So now imagine sending your daughter to school who's nine years old and she's given candy. And then when your daughter eats the candy, you have to rush your daughter to the hospital because she's been drugged drugged yes the candy was given to her by a fellow student who was a eight-year-old girl the police have not given any information to this family the school is i believe kind of you know saying well you know maybe this is not a true story maybe this is a problem at home you know you know throwing it back on the victims because you know they don't like to be responsible for anything. You know, this family had to take their daughter to the emergency room, and that's where they found out that the candy was laced with cannabis, all right? And, uh, you know, did the hospital contact CPS? You know, did they, I mean, what is going on? This mother's called the police department, they came and did a report, and that was a week ago. This was last Monday. She has yet to hear back from that police department, all right? She's refusing to send her daughter to school, all right? Because nothing's happening. Imagine, folks, look at your children, look at your grandchildren. What would you do? All right, I have Miss Arroyo on the phone with me. She is out of Racine County and uh, how are you, ma'am? Um, I'm so, doing... Wait, sorry, I'm doing... sorry, sorry. I had you on mute. <laughs> uh, oh, it's okay. Miss Arroyo, can you hear me? I can hear you now. What? Hi, Daniel. Thank you for having me on your podcast show. Um, thank you for allowing us to have this platform to educate and um, be able to tell Ellie Grace's story. Um, I'm doing better. Um, this week has been emotional. It has been frustrating. It has, I, I feel like I, I 
experienced a little bit of hell, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, because of what my daughter went through. Well, let's, um, let's start from the beginning. And, sure. Uh, you know, so you, you send your daughter to school this past month. Yes. So on Monday, um, we sent her to school. She was well when we sent her to school. Um, as soon as soon as we picked her up from school, um, everything was fine. Literally an hour after school, uh, Ellie Grace starts screaming at the top of her lungs, saying that she feels that she is going to die. And your nine you know, year as, old, as your nine-year-old girl screaming that she thinks she's going to die. No, my my six-year-old. Oh, your six-year-old. The do- yes. My, the girl that gave the candy to my daughter was eight years old, and she's in the same classroom as my daughter. How old is your daughter? My daughter is six years old. Oh, my God. I thought she was eight or nine. No, no, no. My daughter is six years old. She's in the first grade, and the classmate was eight years old. Um, in the same classroom. So mind you, she's two years older than my daughter. Um, So shortly after that, she starts screaming. She says she sees faces. Um, She's shaking. Um, Her hands are, you know, they start to, um, I call them dinosaur hands because her hands just started to, um, you know, she looked like there were claws. They they just went in. Se torcieron. I'm sorry, they, I can't they, find they, the they, word in English. Yeah, yeah. she uh, um, looked like a like a dinosaur. Just you know. Yeah, little dinosaur hands. So we freaked out. I put her in the shower, and because I am a woman of faith, I'm like, Mama, claim the name of Jesus. Start, you know, um, tell Jesus to protect you, to uh, to help you with whatever is that you're feeling. And she's screaming. And she's crying, and I'm freaking out. And so I'm like, okay, let me rush her to the ER. So here I am, literally, ru- like, driving, f- like, fast and the furious to the ER. And we get there. They rush her back in. Um, they try to weigh her. She can't hold her weight up. Um, she can't walk. She can't talk. And so they start plugging her. Um, they ask, they ask me the same thing. What happened? Did you know what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. You know, this, she was fine. She had dinner. Um, and she started acting this way. And so, um, they thought it was something, the doctors assumed it was something neurological. They did a brain, they sent her to get a brain scan. They did an x-ray. Um, you know, they put an IV in, they did a urine test, um, so we're still trying to wait to see what happened. The doctor comes back and said, your daughter tested positive for cannabis. And my heart dropped because I'm like, what do you mean my daughter tested positive for cannabis? Are you there? Hello. To him. Well, you don't know, I had fried chicken. <laughs> my mom made dinner. Um, I had chocolate after dinner my mom allowed me to have some you know some chocolate and then out of nowhere she says oh and I forgot this girl at school gave me a piece of she gave me a mint Mm -hmm. and so she's explaining to the doctor 
And so the doctors, um, he's like, we're trying to figure out, you know, and I was like, me too. So while you guys try to figure out what's going on, I'm going to call the police. So I call the police and I, t I, I will actually call the no, non-emergency ho ho number. On. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Sure. Sure. So she's got dinosaur claw hands. Mm -hmm. She's screaming from the top of her lungs. Her lip, her all around her lips were green. Um, she literally looked like a zombie. Um, and her skin got skate. I, I don't know, like the fish, you know how there's, their skin is scaly. Her arms were skate, like scaly and blue. And, and just, she looked like a zombie, Danielle. She looked like a zombie. And I literally thought I was going to lose my nena. I thought I was going to lose my Ali Grace. I, it's, it was literally the worst experience, the worst experience I could possibly ever had as a parent. And, you, you know, I'm you like, mommy, any just, other parent. Yeah. And so I'm like, you're mommy, holding just, your daughter, you know, help because she couldn't walk. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, taking your daughter in. I'm carrying her in. And you're in. And you're thinking you're going to lose your daughter. Yeah, I, I was just like, Lord, please, you know, I, I, my faith was being tested in that moment. I'm like, Lord, I know. Cuida de mi niña. Take care of my baby, please. Because she's my only princess that I have. And so. Six years um, old. Six years old. Six, six years old. And so um, shortly after the police arrived, they took the report. You know, they're questioning Ellie Grace. She's very detailed. She said, Mom, or she told the police, it was a mint candy in a clear wrapper. It was white with, with red triangles. And so the doctors, or the, sorry, the police officers are asking her, well, who is this person? How do they look? Do you know how their parents look? And my Ellie Grace was so detailed. But imagine, Daniel, what happened if my Ellie Grace would have passed out instantly because of how tiny she is, and she would have been able to tell her part of what she experienced? Yeah. Then what? Then what? What would have happened? Well, I'm so they found out that it was cannabis from a urine test. Correct. I'm curious, you know, okay, well, did she have a candy? How long ago was it? You know, most of those are, you know, hard candies. Those ones that if, I, if I'm thinking it's the right ones, you know, should we, you know, have her vomit? See if there's any of that right. candy left. Yes. I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. So if I have a doctor listening in, you know, was there a blood test done, urine, um, you know, and Daniel, content. to be on, to be honest, I felt like it was dismissed. You know, I, I felt like they didn't take it as a priority. You know, the doctor right there and then when he told me tested per, for cannabis, you know, I, I felt like I was being judged in that moment as a parent, you know, I thought oh, I, yeah, but he said it, Oh my God, it's cannabis. Or did he say, Oh, it's cannabis. It's Oh, it's cannabis. Your okay. daughter so tested I guess, positive for I guess cannabis. in Racine County at this hospital, um, they must get a whole bunch of stone six year olds, you know, so right. kind of like, yeah, this is normal. Right. So, um, oh so, 
you know, he acts so nonchalant about it. You know, oh, yeah, your six-year-old just has a positive for cannabis. It's fine. No worries. And I was just, the entire time I was there, I was crying. I was freaking out. I was, I was his, you know, his just losing it. And the nurses are looking at me and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I don't know what's, you know. It would have been a different story to say, hey, I'm bringing my daughter in because she ate my edible. No, I don't even know what the heck is going on with my daughter. Why is, she, why is her body turning different colors? And why is my daughter not able to walk? Why can't she talk? Why can't, you know? And so it was, it was, so it was me, horrible. It was horrible. I know. Um, are there drugs in your house? No, sir. There's. I'm a youth mentor, and so how does it look? A youth mentor trying to open up a youth center in Racine. How does it look like me carrying edibles in my home? Well, or, I, I, the only reason know? I'm asking this is because uh, you know they looked at you and said, "Yeah, it's just cannabis." You know, Hispanic like lady, no big deal. You know, that's you know, it's probably just came across the border and you're probably carrying some of that stuff with you. I don't know what attitude they might have. Um, but when I look at it, you have a mother distraught. You know, you have a police department. That from them. Yeah. It was hard to, to just, it's not even legalized here. So why are you guys acting like, oh, you know, it's okay. She, your daughter just consumed cannabis. She's going to be fine. She's just a little high. That's all. Hmm. All right. So you call the police. They interview so I, your daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, they, she tells her the, the, who the girl is that gave her the candy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the police take that report and they leave yep that was on monday night correct it is now one week well today's saturday folks you'll saturday play, yeah you'll 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 hear this podcast uh you know during the week but so six days have gone by you haven't heard back from the police no so i called the police to see well Sorry, before I speed up here. On Tuesday, I went to the school to notify the principal of what has happened. And so the principal um, asked, asked who was the other student that gave this candy to my Ellie Grace. And so as soon as I gave her the name of the other student, she made she, this was her, her little noise that she made. She's like, ah. And so that indicated to me that she's had some issues or she's had to deal with the student prior to um and then notified that that student did not attend school that day okay um so all right but that that okay so let's say the student has a um a history with this school that this person yes. knew but then the mm -hmm. child doesn't show up the following day to school has no she, has she been a victim of this cannabis as well and see this the school doesn't want to disclose this type of information to us because of the hipaa law 
And so we're just like, well, we need to know what's going on. And so they're stating, well, um, I'm sorry, give me a moment. I'm like, I need some information. I need to know what's going on. I, I need you guys. To, she's like, well, I need to contact my supervisors. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out what we can do um, and what they're going to say. I can't say anything yet. And so a few days, I, it was Wednesday, the school district calls me and said, well, we tested the candy that we found and it tested negative for... Uh, the cannabis that you're talking about. Well, wait, wait, wait. So your daughter gets drugged and you take her to the hospital on Monday night. Yes. So kids are not in school anymore. So even this other child has no. already gone home. Then you have Correct. Tuesday you go in and they're saying they're testing the candy. What, yes. What, what candy? I mean, the child has already left school grounds. Everybody's right. left, so I'm curious, what candy did they test? Exactly. So then they, from the, the story that they tell us, well, the art teacher gave the candy to the student, and then this student gave the candy to my Ellie Grace. Okay, so then they must have interviewed the other child, and the child said, no, I got it from the art teacher. Yes. All right. So, so they interviewed the, the child. They well, they had to they, to find yeah. out where it came from. All right. right. So then the child saying it's the art teacher gave me the candy. Correct. So the art teacher is now saying, "Well, wait a minute." I, and I don't know, folks. You know what? We don't know the story here because the police is tight-lipped. Won't even contact this family. You know, with their investigation, the school's tight-lipped. But they've put out information without realizing they did. You made the report. So you made the report on Tuesday. To the principal. And on Wednesday, he says, oh, we tested the candy. Well, what did yes. they do? Suck on it and see if anybody got stoned? Because I mean, <laughs> how, how did they test it? Where did they test it? Well, and how did they get a, you know, a quick turnaround on the testing? Because what time did... Uh, you go to the school on Tuesday. Tuesday morning, so around seven thirty ish. Okay, and <laughs> in the that, morning. And what time did um, and then that child wasn't at school on Tuesday. No, she was not. No. So the yeah, exactly. So your child nor the other child was at school. All right, and then on Wednesday, <laughs> at what time did he call you to say he's already tested the candy? Um, like more in the, like around noonish, okay, they so, gave, wow, they what gave a quick us, turnaround. Yeah. See, I'm trying so to put this gave, together because if that yes, child wasn't yes. at school, what'd they do? Call? Say hello. Hi. You know, well, that Tuesday, the child wasn't in the school. And so according to the principal, well, we have to call the school. I mean, we have to call the, um, the student so we can interview the student and see, um, but they didn't share any of those details. So we don't know what exactly was said. What was, you know, what did they tell this family? You know, well, we well, don't at, know at, what at questions. This point, at this point, if there was anything with that family or with that teacher or anything, it's gone. It's gone. So, right. Because you're there Tuesday in the morning, 
They make a phone call, and by noon the following day, they have the lab results right there. Yes. So so the the chief of security or whatever the heck his name is uh-huh. um, from the school district, he's like, well, we have a kit that we use that is able to test this candy. And I was like, but what candy did you test? Because one candy my daughter consumed and the other one the student took at home because she put it in her book bag. How do we know she didn't eat this candy at home, maybe had a reaction from it. She didn't come the next day. So what does that tell me as a parent? You know, well, I'll tell you what it tells you. It, it, it's real simple. The school is saying, we're not telling you anything. We could have right. children at home drugged out of their mind, but we're going to keep it quiet. We're not going to warn other people. Well, I'm sorry. Did they warn? I mean, it's been a week no. now. Did they warn, send out an email or something? No. So um, so then they proceed to tell me, well, we need to interview Ellie Grace and see what her story is. Um, we'll, we'll make sure we find out what exactly happened. And so I felt like it was kind of like a threat. Like, well, my daughter's done told this story. I don't know how many times to, you know, people she's come across. And because everybody wants to know. And not one time has a detail of her story has changed, you know, none of that. And so, you know, I told them, okay, fine, one o'clock. Yesterday, we were supposed to meet with them at one o'clock. And Thursday, they call me and cancel the meeting and say, and say, um, oh, we're going to cancel the meeting because there were seen the Racine Police Department has contacted us and said that they're taking over the investigation. They are going to take the candy that we have in possession. We have the bag of candy. It's locked up. And um, they'll reach out to you. <laughs> All right. How many officers are there out there? Where's the chain of custody on that candy? You know, I mean, what? For all you know... I mean, this is not even the right candy. We don't know what candy it was. Oh, right. I mean, if, if, they're, if they're holding their entire investigation on the candy at this point, this will never be resolved. No. I mean, and so, and even, you know, how I told you, Daniel, they haven't kind at least, you know, the least they can do, right, to show that they care about what is going on in our communities in Racine, in our schools, districts, everywhere around us, at least a phone call, hey, Ms. Arroyo, I'm letting you know I'm so-and-so investigator. I want to let you know that I'm the person on this case. Nothing. Not even a simple phone call, Daniel. And it hurts me because I'm like, I was going to lose my little girl and all you guys cares about your stupid politics or you you not wanting to be held responsible because of because this happened in your school. I sent my daughter to school healthy and I pick her up and an hour later this is what happens to my baby girl while she was under your school's staff supervision. Well, uh, folks this this is I mean, it, 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 it's tearing me apart because here we have a young girl who's six. Then we have a possible other victim, age eight. All right. 
And for those of you that know me, you know I'm not Mr. Race Bader and nothing like that. The eight-year-old is African-American. This child is Hispanic. And the police won't return a phone call. And then they, then they say, oh, well, you know, we're trying to do community outreach. Well, you need to investigate. All right? And if you are, let the family know. We are on top of this, ma'am. We are on top of this. As far as the school's concerned, you don't set up a meeting and then the day before cancel the meeting. Okay? Great. If anything, have the meeting and say, look, just to let you know, the Racine Police Department, was it county or the city police? Do you know? And so, it, as a Do you a know parent, which, which police department it was? There's the Racine Police or... It, it, I don't know, Daniel. I don't know nothing at all. Was it a sheriff's department? Uh, the detectives unit department. Okay. Well, we're going to assume that it's the local police department. Department. So. And but but just that should just tell you there, Daniel, that I have no information. Not one phone call. Not a sheriff. Not nobody has called me to to check in on my Ellie Grace. No, no. You has know, the hospital to, called to say, hey, how's your daughter doing? No, the hospital hasn't even called me to. It hurts, Daniel. It really hurts because it's like, you know, what happened if my daughter would have died? Then what are you guys going to do? Okay, you wanna, what are, you, what are they going to do for me? How are they supporting me as a mother, as a part of their community, as a part... It hurts, Daniel Meduele. It really hurts that nobody's checked on my baby girl. <laughs> nobody's called me. Nobody's told me anything. And it, it hurts. And that's why I, 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 I went on Facebook. I used my own platform to, to share this story because I'm like, parents, I wouldn't want nobody else to go through this. I'd. I wouldn't want nobody, no other mother, no parent, no whoever to go through this. I wouldn't want any other baby to go through what my baby girl went through. <laughs> and it just hurts that we trust, we trust in our school systems. We trust in our police departments to be the, the ones to help us when, you know, we come across these types of situations and, not even a simple phone call I have received from the Racine Police Department. Not one call. Well, this is what we're going to do, folks. Please <laughs> grab a pen and paper. I'm going to give you some phone numbers. But bef before I do that, you've heard this mother. You have heard this mother. Now put yourself in her shoes. I don't care if you're in Racine County or any, any other place in Wisconsin or any place in the U.S. or around the world. All right. Our last podcast was listened to in 48 countries. So this is not and, 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 and the emails I get show me that this is not just a little problem that we have in Racine. All right. Sexual assaults, attacks. Drugs. This is going on around the world. All right. So let's do some phone numbers. All right. To start off, I'd like you to call the school. It's the Roosevelt Elementary School, okay, in Racine. And give them a call. 
at 262-64, I'm sorry, 262-664-8300 and ask them, okay? Ask them, what are they doing? And if they say, oh, well, we're, the police are handling it, it's not good enough. The child was at your school when she was drugged. All right. Next number, the Racine Police Department. Okay. Please give them a call at 262-886-2300. That's the non-emergency number. 262-886-2300. And ask them, what are you doing about this situation? All right. But let's not stop there. Let's not stop there. Let's reach out to uh, oh the senator for this for this family, the state senator. Yeah, that's Senator uh, Van Wangard. Wangard. All right. And he's the majority caucus chair for the Senate. And please reach out to him at 608-266-1832. Oh, folks, then you can reach out to my favorite guy, Representative Robin Voss. Yes, Speaker of the House. His number is 608-237-9163. All right. Did the hospital call CPS to see, you know, hey, you know what? We got a child here. It's higher in a kite on cannabis. Well, this family hasn't received a call from CPS. So is the hospital reporting this? Is this such a normal thing that's going on that they're just setting it off to the side? All right. How about the child who gave the candy? Is this another victim or is this here a grooming situation where she's passing out candies that are, uh, you know, uh, you know, with drugs on it? We don't know. We don't know what this family, the other families going through and any others that that have not yet been reported or have not hit the media or have, haven't reached out to us, all right? This is what's going on. So reach out to Robin Voss, reach out to Vanguard, reach out to the police department, reach out to the school, and you've got to say enough is enough. You all need to get involved. You all need to get involved to find out what's going on, all right? And if they say, well, it, it, that, that's not my thing. I We don't do that. Well. Damn it, it's about time you did something. That's right. All right? This this child survived. How many have not? How many more victims do we need in Wisconsin before somebody decides to do something? Huh? How many? Folks, reach out to them. I know I will be reaching out to them first thing Monday. All right? And I hope that you, whenever this podcast comes out next week, you get on a phone. The, the phone call is free. All right. It's in your plan. You're not being charged by the minute anymore. All right. <laughs> if you don't have a phone number, you can do it via Internet. All right. Send them an email. I don't know. Something. Because if they don't feel that the community cares, they're not going to do a damn thing. All right. And then when it's your child and you expect people to do something and you going to wonder well, where was everybody all right that's right folks get involved you know this is this is it it it, it tears my heart that 
more and more stories are coming to us of our citizens in Wisconsin and from in the U.S. and around the world, you know, the, the emails that we're yeah. getting. It, 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 it's, this, is, this is beyond politics, all right? I don't yeah. care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, an Independent, or hell, you could be a communist, all right? Do you love your kids or not? All right? Put yourself in the shoes of this mother. Put your shoes, put yourself in her shoes. What would you do if you can't get anybody, anybody to say, we're working on this? We're, don't worry, we're going to figure this out. Okay? It, it's time. Yes, right. it is. Ms. Arroyo, um, I want to thank you for coming on and telling us this, your story, your daughter's story. And, Daniel, uh, I, I'm very grateful to have crossed paths with you, Daniel. I'm, I'm grateful to the Lord that he brought you to me so that you give me the space because I've contacted the news. Nobody's contacted me, so... I give you all I give you all the thanks, Daniel, for allowing me to come on here and share and educate other parents and, and, and legal guardians or you know, even if it's a grandpa, grandma. I, I'm I'm very grateful, Daniel. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. You take care. Take care of your beautiful daughter and Thank um, you. we'll be in touch. Because yes, I yes. will be making some phone calls to see if we can get some movement. Um, Thank folks, you. We can do it. The lady, yes, we can. The lady whose daughter was attacked got nobody, mm -hmm. nobody, nobody would call her back. We did our podcast. She's now in contact with her state senator and her state assembly person. They're working together with the family to pass a law. Okay, because the child that attacked their daughter was under the age of 10 and nothing could wow. be done. All right. So we have the power. But yes, it, we do. But you have to make the phone calls. Make the phone yes. calls. All right, Ms. Arroyo. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Hug you your too. daughter from all of us in Wisconsin and around the world. And I will. Thank you. <laughs> take care, folks. My email is 1848bsrdan at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.